Stage management back on comm again. I'm about to make the announcement. This is your new five call. Copy, thank you, new five. Standby lights for house lights to full, and sound for God Mike. Lights and sound, go. Distinguished guests, thank you for your patience with this unforeseen delay. The show will begin very shortly, with an understudy taking over for one of our previously announced performers. You are welcome to visit concessions at this time, or remain in your seats, but the show will resume shortly. Again, we apologize for this interruption, and thank you for listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left the agents of our cell, they had gone to a stand-up open mic night at the Axis and Egress Theater. Something weird happened there. The headline comedian was odd. Something came out of him and ran out into the San Francisco night. It was late and Arcel realized they really couldn't do a whole lot. So they retired for the evening. They had gotten hotel rooms within the city of San Francisco and morning has come. No roosters to wake them up this morning though. Downstairs at the Continental Breakfast, River, Rowan, Ross, and Regan have plates of food in front of them as they figure out where they want to go next. How was our sleep last night? Oddly comfortable. When you laid your heads down, you were exhausted. And it was a solid sleep. Almost as though you'd been traveling all day and all night. Okay, um, so I have two things to enter into our uh, imaginary red string boards that we do not actually have here at this location. We're going to have to use our imagination. One I'm reasonably sure about, and the other I have no idea what it is. I, w I stuck around in the lobby for a little bit before the show actually started and was getting pictures of the floor and the ceiling. And on the ceiling and the, the usher, the ticket taker, the, the, the blonde guy whose face I'm having a really hard time picturing. Um, he pointed out the ceiling and there was a spiral pattern in this beautiful tin on the ceiling that was the same as a spiral pattern on the wall in the director's room. And I'll actually pull out my phone and show them the pictures and look at River. And we've seen this symbol before, haven't we? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know I hate going back there. You know I hate going there. Something from an old case? Yeah, a series of old cases at this point. Um, there's a fellow in a mental institution known as St. Joseph's, uh, Julio Castillo, who uh, we were talking about, like, dementiality, and I... I don't know. I don't know the whole story about that. River, you know a little bit more about the Castillo problem than I do. Oh, I know. The problem is that the things I know about them contradict each other. Yeah. We did literally just go into a building that's one thing on some times and one thing on at other times, so... Contradiction is pretty much the landscape we're working with at all times. Yeah, the, the Castillo brothers are a lot like that. Great. 
All of them say the others are dead, right? Yeah. But they're not? We've met all of them. Well, Rivers met all of them. Uh, I'm assuming they either don't know or their stories for how the others are gone are so contradictory that it doesn't make sense that uh, they would either have a reason to believe or, or lie about their brothers. I don't know that this matters too much, but... I mean, the funny thing is that each of their stories kind of does make sense. But then, you know, before I got into this business, um, my friend Javier Castillo, I was pretty sure he didn't have any brothers. Ever? Ever. Yeah. Oh, and this um, mental hospital, St. Joseph's, you're familiar with the expression, the inmates are running the asylum? <laughs> yeah, they kind of, uh, no, not kind of, they are. There's also at least one former Delta Green agent in there. Who who hates our guts? No, the other one. There was another one that I talked to who doesn't hate our guts and actually was pretty oh, helpful. Th- there's a new one? Oh, I didn't tell... Before we went to the island, I found out that someone that I went and talked to there is a former member of Elcel. Wait, not... not Jackson? No, but Jackson took me over to him. Huh. I'm sorry, I thought I mentioned that. I don't think you did. It's been a minute. Um, player to handler, also that spiral, was it the same symbol that was on Ross's forehead at the burn? Yes. Cool. Similar. Very similar. Uh, and, I'll, uh, and I'll look at it again and just look up at Ross and then back down at the picture. Oh, yeah. It's not identical to what used to be on your forehead, but it's very close. And I'll turn it and show it to them. Well, I never really got to look at it, but I believe you. As you put the phone out, Ross, you notice that Rowan gets a text message. I will not look at it. I'll hand it, just can't hand it right back to Rowan. Take it, because I would have heard the alert and pop it open. It's from R. Mitchum. Oh, goody. SME located St. Joseph's Behavioral Hospital Name Ari Kaplan Self-admitted Well, everything's pointing to St. Joseph's So, uh Who's up for a field trip? Field trip within a field trip? (laughs) No, no, this is the mission This is a field trip within the mission Field trip, right Every time I go in there I'm convinced that when I try to leave, they'll tell me that I've been a patient there for the last five years. Hmm. Jackson keeps telling me that I'm going to uh, end up there. Oh, you too? Yep. We can get adjoining rooms then. Oh, delightful. That'll be just wonderful. <sighs> I'd ask if you're all feeling well, but I think that might be a little too on the nose. I mean, I'm fine. I'm just grumpy. I hate going there. No, no, this is this is the same part of the conversation. Yeah, I don't doubt it. You'll understand. It sounds like I won't, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I at least need to go there because uh, someone who knows more about about the King in Yellow uh, is a self-admitted patient there by name of uh, Ari Kaplan. 
Okay. Do you know anything more than that? I know that he knows more about the King in Yellow, but not what he knows. Okay, well. Um, and then pinning onto the I have no idea where this fits, uh, the pictures that I took last night in the theater are geotagged to a place called Carcosa. What does it show when you, you know, you can tap on it and it'll show you that on the map? Sure, I'll tap on it and and look to see if it matches the map that was on the floor of the theater. Yes, it does. Beautiful. Carcosa is the area that was the checkerboard near the lake. But does it show up on like a map of the world or no? You pinch out and it shows you San Francisco. You can't get back into it unless you go back to the image and then hit the geo tag and then it'll show you again. But every time that you zoom out to see the surrounding areas, it seems to default back to the region that you're at currently. Bloody fucking pocket dimensions. I was kidding about that. Was I, was that real? Uh, that's my best guess right now, but I do not have enough information to make an informed guess even. Yeah, that oh, seems to no. be the, that seems to be the best guess we've got so far. Have I encountered the name Carcosa in my readings or anything like that? Give me an occult roll. Strike that. Give me an unnatural roll. Oh, there it is. About six out of 24. You have seen the name before in one of the books. You're not sure exactly where it was, but you do recall that it was mentioned alongside Lang but not as part of Lang. Oh, oh I, I think I've seen this name before. Um, it's somehow associated with Lang. It's not in, in Lang, but it's... I What's guess it's, Lang? It's probably something similar. It's um, like, think Shangri-La, only evil. Um, that there, there was a portal to Lang, which is kind of a... Probably another alternate dimension, and then we we found this portal in the in the mountains of Af- Afghanistan, and managed to close it before they sent a dragon through to destroy the world. Barely. That seems good. That wow. That is in fact the correct reaction to that. So I don't know where or how Carcosa fits into all of this except that that was apparently where we were last night. So when we were looking outside the window and saw somewhere else... You were looking into Carcosa. Well, we were in Carcosa. Looking Looking out of the window into Carcosa. Yeah. Uh, Okay, let's let's go... uh, Let's go get this over with. Yeah. Uh, Reagan Ross, would you like to come with us, or do you have any, or do you have something else that you want to chase down? Uh, the only other thing is maybe trying to look into that guy from last night, see if we can find anything, police reports, anything like that, or even just go walking around the area where he was seen. Um, I can put some calls in and see if we get any hits, because that guy was moving fast. I don't know. I don't know if you two have seen me run. I'm pretty fast. This guy was easily twice my speed. Possibly more. Wow. Yeah. Uh. 
I know a guy who might know about some secret societies around here, and that's kind of my best guess right now. So I, I might just be making a phone call. Okay. Ross kind of like looks pointedly when Reagan says secret societies. She just gives him a like, don't ask nod. <laughs> I think Ross would have told Reagan about the golden buttons. Are you in the Illuminati? I'm sorry, I don't say that a lot. I just kind of look. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm asking Reagan that. Oh, no. Illuminati confirmed or some shit. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what the Illuminati would say. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you guys have have fun at your future apartments at St. Joseph's. I will do something else. Oh, two to one. Jackson says you're going to end up there, too. Only if she accompanies us. Although Jackson does know about things they really shouldn't know about, so... Who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll know that we have two new teammates. I'm sure they will. Seems likely. All right, uh, River and I will head over to St. Joseph, and I'll stepping out for a second. I don't remember what I was told. Uh, SMEs know about anything. I don't, so I don't know what questions to start with. It was just that they were subject matter experts. They knew, they know a lot about that information. Okay. Um, and you could rely, you could lean on them to knowing, know about this stuff. And, and Ross, you know, if we don't get in touch by, say, noon, assuming you still remember us, um, <laughs> we could really use a lawyer to spring us out of the place. Sounds good. If we don't hear from you, we'll follow up at the at the asylum yeah I'll I'll give them the address of the place it's on Buena Vista Avenue East it's across the street from you know a very famous park near Hate Street <sighs> alright back into Bedlam I guess yep uh, you guys head over River and Rowan Ross and Reagan you mentioned that you were going to be calling some folks or reaching out or researching. What is it that you're going to be doing? Uh, Reagan is going to call her uncle. Okay. Uncle Cyrus picks up after a few rings. Hey, good morning. Hey, Uncle. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's Monday morning. I'm retired. Um, this side of the this side of the turf. You know, it's a good day. Good. Good. Um, Kiddo, you sound concerned. Well, I, you know how um, you were a little <laughs> worried about some of the uh, folks we were looking into for work. Some more, some more of that's coming up. So I just wanted to check in and see if maybe you can give me a little more info. All right. Mm, like what? Well, things are looking a little bit more. Um, oddball and I don't want to jump to conclusions about anything but you know I've seen maybe one too many movies that are making me think things are a little bit darker than they should be um we're we're working with somebody who's out in the city and uh things are a little weird we got invited to a party I was just curious if if you'd ever been invited to anything that kind of was was so on the down low you didn't really know about it and like nobody really talks about it and you know 
If you're in, you're in. If you're out, you don't even know you're out. I'm not on the down low if you're asking me that. <laughs> but no, um, like, yeah, there had been some stuff, uh, especially during the, the 70s that I had. I'm going to need I'm going to need more for me, kiddo. We're looking into a group that was that was apparently pretty active uh, in the 60s through the 80s that somehow is is maybe still rolling. Um, okay. I don't know. We're this this some eyes wide shut nonsense going on right now. Ooh, that's some uh, that was that was a spicy movie. It was. All right. So uh all right, are you how involved are you getting? Or like what what how can I help you? I need like be, come out front. I I wanted to know if you might know anything about any other groups that might be in the city. I'm I'm trying to grasp what kind of a what kind of a landscape we're looking at. How how deeply embedded some of these groups might be. What's their reach? I I'm getting that they're only um word of mouth kind of kind of groups. Oh, um and I'm just kind of curious how I mean, how there, does any of that There were there've always been a bunch of those. I mean, there're always going to be those 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 they don't advertise and they've got secret knocks and handshakes and symbols. You know, best bet is to look for symbols, look for for patterns. You know, oftentimes they put them on the sides of buildings, they put them in their paperwork. It's a reoccurring theme. It's kind of like a calling card, right? Or check out if, you know, they get like there was an organization of uh of of ladies that uh it was a book club, but it was actually for lesbians. And it was before it was uh they were allowed to be out, but they would talk about books and they were the daughters of Belitus and Belitus was was one of i think was one of uh Sappho's lovers so find things that kind of tie into names that are similar you know something like that and that's how you can find them but they're not supposed to be found their secret societies right true but it sounds like there might be a little bit of a tell if there's a symbology or thematic consistency across their uh, materials. Absolutely. Okay. Um, does anything stick out to you as an oddity that might have any any strange like big events, people going missing or, or strange happenings that, that you might have caught wind of in your... Your time in politics that that might have been some secret society uh, I don't, stuff. Nothing they could ever pin directly on secret society. I mean, hell, during during my time, those those crazies followed that guy down to French Guyana and uh, you know stood in line and ended up killing themselves. I mean, that was that was kind of big. I mean, hell, there was even a representative's kid involved there. Sure, that's a pretty that was a pretty public one. Yeah, but it wasn't public. Well, it kind of was, but it wasn't, right? It wasn't. Well, yeah. It made big news. It made big news because of the kid. But if right. if if the if the representative kid wasn't involved, then you know, it probably would just been a whole bunch of other other folks that went off and disappeared, and then it turned into a thing. Yeah. I mean, to say that's the only one. Uh, there's got to be more. There have to be more. <laughs> yeah, and I, I know I'm kind of asking about a really turbulent p- 
period of time for for this kind of activity. So I, I'm sure that's not helping. Yeah, I wish I could help you out a little bit more on that. Like, if you had more specifics, then, you know, maybe I could find out for you. I mean, I can call around to a couple buddies and, you know, whatnot. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not sure how much I can really talk about. Okay. Um, so if I um, am able to give you more information, um, I will let you know, and, and I would really appreciate the, the heads up there. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't want to get you, uh, get you in trouble. All right. Well, you know I can handle my own. I know. All right, kiddo. Well, if you need anything else, always feel free to call me. You know, I'm here anytime, even if it's late at night. I will do. And I'll tell your auntie it's it's not it's not anything important. No. All right. Well, thanks for the help. Give Mel a kiss on the cheek for me. Will do. Love you, kiddo. You be safe, okay? Will do. And with that, he hangs up, and you kind of got some information out of that, right? Maybe. Maybe not. She's got... <laughs> it was a vague question to start with. Um, she's. I think she's uh, feeling like she is a little bit on the right track because she'd been clocking some like continued symbols and, and patterns and stuff. So, so getting a little bit more about that kind of... Keeping that awareness about her, at least verified what she's already doing. While Reagan was talking to her uncle... Just super clear, she did not have that conversation with an earshot of anybody. That's fair. Yeah, I didn't think she did. Yeah, I'm assuming Ross is still like in the lobby uh, on his laptop or something. Um, yeah. But as soon as Reagan had said secret societies, Ross's mind went to the secret society that they're a part of. I would like to contact someone from that group. Would my main contact still be Galen? It could be Galen. It could also be Daniel Hay. That was the other name. I just went to my notes from that. So I think I'll start with Galen and just kind of text him and just, Hey, Galen, just looking for some information. Do you know who I could talk to about something called Carcosa? Question mark. You get a response back. Is it a place or a thing or a person? I think it's a place. Is it like a resort? I'm not sure. I think it's related to an old theater in San Francisco. And I'll give him the name of it and the name of the hotel. Never heard of it. Sorry. Sounds cool. If you find out more, let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you know anyone who might know more? No. Okay. All right. Worth a shot. See you at the next meeting. Have a good day. And then peace fingers. After that dead end, I will... Reach out to Daniel Hay in the text to remind him who I am and how we know each other. Um, I'm going to say, hey, I'm looking for some information about this old theater in San Francisco. He responds with a B emoji. Uh, I'll just send back a couple question marks. What do you want? What's the buzz? Wow. Um, <laughs> I'll text back. Oh, didn't get it. I'm looking into this old hotel. Uh, it seems to be interesting. Wanted to see if you knew anything about it or knew anyone from the group who might, or the Chambers Hotel, or something called Carcosa. I know about the Chambers Hotel. Used to spend a couple days there back in the day. No questions asked there. Yeah, that's kind of what I've heard about it. Do you know if they're still up and running? 
I don't think so, but we don't necessarily need those places anymore. But some of them still, still exist. Carcosa sounds familiar. Do you remember Jans Peters? No. Was a playwright, a San Francisco playwright. Did some work, but I remember I went to one of his plays and that, that name stuck out. Um, it was about Lost Carcosa. It was a three or four person thing. Small deal, wasn't, wasn't anything big. It was just an old play? Yeah. Interesting. All right, yeah, I just uh, heard about it recently. I was looking to see if he knew anything about it or knew anyone who knew more about it. Check out Jan's. They might still be in town. I'll get the contact information from him. Be copied on the name Jan's Peters. Um, or Jen's, J-E-N-S or J-A-N-S. After a brief search, you find that Jan's Peters died of the gay sickness in the early 70s. Which people then went on to claim as AIDS and then HIV, as we know that that was not just them. He was a playwright that was dealing in experimental San Francisco theater. He was quite popular, very avant-garde, very strange, tried new things. He is buried in Mission Dolores Cemetery. Is that in the city? Yes. All right, I will make a note of that as a possible lead, and then we'll just wait for Reagan to come back. Reagan walks in right as soon as uh, you finish that up. Any luck? Um, you know, not as much as I'd hoped, but I'm I'm really not sure how much I should say to folks that aren't involved in this, you know? Yeah, it's true. Um, contacted a guy from, you remember that group I told you about, the Golden Buttons? Mm-hmm. person I texted, he gave me the name Jans Peters, who's an old playwright, uh, died in the 70s, wrote some play about Carcosa. Um, he's buried here in the city, apparently. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. We can probably go hit up a local library if anybody is going to have uh, a copy it's probably going to be around here or or maybe a university or something that's got a big uh, theater history department yeah that seems like a good start do I find anything else online about the play about which play about the one that Jans Peters wrote give me a computer science role I think I have that one didn't help. 66 out of 50. So you find a image of a newspaper article that mentions Jans Peter and Carcosa. It's a microfilm and it's behind a paywall. You enter in the information to get through the paywall and it doesn't give you access to anything. Next thing you know, you start getting alerts for emails and more emails and more emails and more emails point of order I don't know if I would have actually paid the paywall oh you, you hit the button just a little bit too quick and it auto populated don't you don't you hate that critical failure and you notice that you get an alert from your bank they have stopped your credit card because in the past three minutes they had 33 requests for funds cool 
At least the fraud department was on top of that. Ross spends the next little while canceling credit cards and changing passwords and all that fun stuff. Screen wipe to River and Rowan. You pull into the parking lot for St. Joseph Hospital. You've been here before. There is a strange sense of instability here that provides you with a weird comfort. Comfort is such a strange thing to have here. This doesn't feel much like comfort. It's a weird comfort, but... Mm. All right. Let's uh, get in and out as quick as we can, eh? You go inside, and standing behind a desk, uh, working at a computer, is a uh, Samoan or Polynesian fellow. Picks up. Hello! Hi, good morning. Um, We were hoping to be able to chat with a patient here. Uh, Sure, are you on their list? I don't believe so, but we were hoping to speak with them anyway. All right. Well, I could look in to see if they're taking any visitors. Uh, Who are we looking to talk to and uh, who's asking? Uh, Ari Kaplan and uh, my name is Redacted. Okay. And he looks at River. I'm with her. Oh, oh, Redacted. All right. Hold on a moment. He picks up a phone, makes a phone call. If you can have a seat, I'll have an answer for you shortly, okay? Wonderful. Thank you so much. Time seems to take forever here. The antiseptic smell burns your nostrils just a tiny bit, reminding you that it is kept very clean. The lights cast a pallid yellow. It's a soft light, and the arches themselves, the paint is chipping just a tiny bit and making patterns in the paint as it chips away. The door opens up, and a orderly is there looks like a uh, linebacker uh redacted and redacted yes that's us all right come on follow me thank you make sure you sign in first and uh, you're handed a clipboard i'll quickly glance over to make sure i'm not signing something weird before i put my signature in the box you're not signing anything strange. Um, you do see that one of the names that was blacked out, but you can still make it out. Jay Powell. Earlier yesterday evening. My mouth kind of sets in a hard line for a second before shaking my head. Kind of glance at River, tap the, the clipboard next to the name as I'm handing it over to him. Oh, well, haven't seen that name in a while. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to not see it again, to be honest, but here we are. The orderly downstairs collects the clipboard from you, and then the other orderly takes you to the elevator and gives you a spiel that you've heard before. When you arrive upstairs, it's the floor that you've been on before, and you see a man with a olive wreath hairstyle and a doctor's coat on walk up. Hello, it's so good to see you. Welcome back. You're late for your appointment. Hello, Dr. Bromley. Hello. Good morning, Redacted. Lovely to see you. I'm glad. Have you been progressing in in your exercises? You have an excellent memory. Uh, You know, going on to Capon. How you been? I'm doing well. Doing well. Oh, Capon. Hmm. Capon is uh, is a rooster that's been neutered. And how about you, Redacted? 
I'm getting by. All right. What is good is good. It is good. Well, I do not see that you have been. And he, he looks down at his own clipboard. I don't see that you've been admitted. So things are good. Things are good. Um, but I expect you to be in here soon. Uh, you know, time for relaxation. Yes. I, I take uh, vacations. Good, good, good. All right. Rowan's gone a little bit pale at the mention of a rooster, but kind of shakes her head, visibly pushing her thoughts aside, and gives Dr. Bromley the winning smile that she's known for. Uh, we were actually hoping to chat with someone here. Do you know a, an Ari Kaplan? Uh, yes, I do know an Ari Kaplan. Um, hang on a moment. You you stay right here, and the orderly looks at you. Oh, you've been here before, huh? <laughs> Couple times. Oh, all right. Do you, do you need me to stick around? I think we got this. Thank all you. All right. And he heads out the door. Bounding to the hallway, bouncing off of one of the walls, dressed in a very comfortable set of soft pajamas and a t-shirt with a bunny rabbit on it that is hanging from a tree. Hey, how's it going there? And they bite their teeth bite their nail and flick it out their teeth. It's good to see you. Jackson remembers all. Of course you do. Mm -hmm. You remember Carcosa, Jackson? <laughs> we don't talk about Carcosa here. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 we don't. No, no. Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that place. That place isn't good. That's not good. That's kind of far and it's, and it's green and it smells like wintergreen and mint. You know, wintergreen is kind of like a made-up flavor. It's like spearmint plus, you know, other chemicals that they add in there. And sometimes the chemicals that they use for, like, vanilla actually come from beaver anus. Human ingenuity. Isn't it fantastic? Right. Who would have thought that that would taste so good? But you know what? I'll suck that beaver anus all day long Unfortunately, for we do actually have to talk a bit about the place that we don't want to talk about. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, all right. So what do you want to know? What do you want to know? What do you want to know? I can probably tell you, but I probably can't. I might be able to tell you, though. Uh, anything you can tell us would be useful. No, okay. Um, so Julio decided that he was going to talk about it, and he drew a bunch of circles on his wall. But they weren't circles. They were just spirals. And then Javier came in and pointed them out. Yeah, just like that. And then Javier decided to draw them all over his face. And then, you know, Caesar, um, Caesar, he just locked himself in the bathroom one day and just started writing them all over the friggin' place, too. I mean, it's like, what are you guys doing? Just going down a spiral. Whee! I am disappointed that I hadn't thought of that joke until this second. Right. It's funny, but it's not. But yeah, um, so uh, it, it's uh, how the mirrors work out. <laughs> um, not so good. Oh, sorry. Sorry to hear that. Yes, it has been a trying time. So, so how many of the brothers are here now? All three of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. At the same time? Yeah. I mean, you can't... I mean, you kind of can put things in different types of times, but are all here at the same time. But you know what? Just like Sephiroth was the one-winged angel, we got another one-winged angel, right? I don't think he ever had wings, but sure. Well... Arms, wings, you know, it's a metaphor. 
And let's just stop this conversation right here, please. Oh, all right. Thank you. Refocusing back onto uh, Carcosa. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a buddy over here who knows a lot about a lot more about it than I do. Um, I think, or at least that I won't talk about. You know, he probably wants to talk about it. I mean, he talks about it a lot. It's kind of why he's in here. Is that Ari? Hey, you know him. No of. R-E. R-E. You guys are R stuff, right? R. Hey, that's that's a coincidence. Coinkadinks and shit. I have no idea what you're talking about. No? Am I confused? Hey, hey, did uh, did Jonathan come to see you? The Brit, the KG Brit. No, he didn't come to see me. Who did he come to see? Uh, he came to see that that dude that got all burnt and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you do you know what they talked about? No, that would be like rude to listen in. So, do you know what they talked about? Absolutely. Yeah, thought so. But nope, I can't say because you know it's behind closed doors, and you know we re- we respect people's privacy here. You know, hippo and all that. Hippa. You know, you know this could be a matter of national security. Good, then I should be fucking quiet because those Brits don't shut the fuck up. Mm. Hey, you get out of my chair. That's my chair. Give me my chair. Hang on, I gotta go take care of this. Oh, I uh, um, the the the. The brothers are down that way. Um, those three kings kind of have lost are off their fucking rocker. They need their they need stronger meds. And that other guy that you want to talk to, he's gonna be playing checkers with the guy that wants to play chess. Or the other way around. Over there. Over there. Over there. Yeah. River, do you wanna go look at the Castillo thing? Do you want company? Uh, I always want company here. <laughs> This is kind of the definition of buddy system here. Yeah. Let's talk to Ari first. Okay. And then see what we can do about the Castillo brothers. So I'll look over at the game board that Jackson indicated where someone is playing checkers who want, with someone else who wants to play chess. Looks as though there are two folks playing chess. One is an overweight fellow, mid-40s. His hair is unkempt. His uh, pajamas are kind of plain with stripy things going on on them. And the other is a young man, mid-twenties, has glasses and, uh, you know, kind of like a moppish brown hair. Which which one do you suppose it is? Mm, I'm not even going to try to guess. I'll just walk over and glance between, look between the two of them. Uh, Mr. Kaplan? Yeah? Hi, um, who are you? Hi, uh, my name is Redacted, and, um, I I just had a couple of questions for you, if I could just bother you for a moment. Oh, yeah, um, hold, hold on a second. Uh, checkmate. Okay. How, wait, no, oh, shit. I tried to make it take as long as I could, sorry. Alright. It's something you may not want to discuss in front of other people. Oh, um, okay, what is it? I I, I get it. All right, I'll go. You talk to these weird new people that come in. They don't even have fuzzy bunny feet. I told you, I told you to use the grippy socks. 
You know, I, I always want pairs of grippy socks. They never give them to me. The bunny feet do look comfy, though. They do. Uh, hi. Uh, like I said, I'm redacted, and Rowan will pull up a chair and sit down. And I wanted... And she kind of, like, tips her glasses down a little bit so that, so that she can look him in the eye. I wanted to ask you about the king in yellow. Oh, yeah. What What do you want to know? Oh, good. Everything? Okay, well, um... Do you want to know about the play, or the figure, or the history of the play, or the scholarship around it? What, what do you want to know? I know a little bit about the history of the play and the scholarship. I was chatting with uh, Dr. Camille Harper. I don't know. Oh my god, you met her? That's so cool. She's, she's the, she started the field. We want to know about the part that got you in here. And possibly the part that had seven people disappearing. Well, I don't know if it actually got me in here. I don't know if if they're linked. I mean, maybe, but I I don't know. I kind of started seeing things. I thought maybe it was because of lack of sleep or because of everything else going on. Or maybe it was the book. I don't know. What book? Oh, the Betancourt script. Cast my memory back to my conversation with Dr. Harper. Trying to remember if she mentioned anything about that. No. I'm not familiar with that one. Well, neither was I, and I wasn't able to find anything written about it, but I just found it one day. Where did you find it? You know how sometimes when people want to get rid of stuff after they move, they just put it on the sidewalk? Mm -hmm. Like an old sofa or a mattress, and then you never really know where they came from or what's in them, and you don't want to touch them? Anyway, it wasn't in one of those, but there was a box of books. And, you know, I, I always like to stop and look and see what's in there. And there was this book that wasn't labeled. So I picked it up and I looked and, and it was damaged, but it was The King in Yellow. But this one was one I hadn't heard about before. It was by Dennis Betancourt. So you'd, you'd already heard about The King in Yellow? Well, yeah, I'm writing my thesis on it. Masters or doctorate? Masters. Masters in folklore. I'm 28. They look younger every year. Okay, so you... So many questions. I don't know where to start. Uh, At the beginning, usually. So why do you want to know about it? Seven people vanished, and they were working on putting on a production of The King in Yellow. And before you ask, no, I don't know which script. Wait, where? Wait, this wasn't... This wasn't the Philippines, right? No. Was it, it? Was, it was either in downtown San Francisco or Carcosa or maybe both. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Um, um, I, I need something to write with. Um, Rowan will pull out her notebook and pen and hand it to him. Oh, okay, go, go. When, when, when did this happen? Where? Tell me everything. <laughs> Info dump. Yeah. You read the notes, you know all the stuff. Wait, you mean it... Like, just now? It just happened, effectively. Oh, so that's why you're asking me, because you're trying to figure out what happened to them. Yes. Um, nothing good. Okay. Can you expand on that a little bit? Uh, No, not really, but nothing good ever really happens to anybody who actually performs it. Not usually to anybody who reads it. Um, 
I think I was okay because I only read the first two acts, but anybody who performs or actually sees it, nah, not good. I mean, there's the people who go missing or the ones who end up drowned, like drowned on dry land, or there's the ones who cut off their jaws or all kinds of things. Okay, I don't, no, I don't want to know. So has it, has it ever actually been performed? Oh yeah, um, there's a bunch of, I mean, that's how we know that the people, bad things happen to them because it was performed. Was it performed in its entirety? I mean, I think so. It It's different scripts. It's different texts, you know? So one might have been, one might not have been. It's it's hard to tell after the fact. When you just find the app, when things, bad things happen, it's not like, most of these were before phone cameras, so you never know. And I wouldn't really want to watch the camera footage just in case. You asked if we were curious about the play or the figure. Yeah. What's the figure? Well, or that's, who? What the, that's what the play's about. There, There's certain consistencies that are in every version, right? There's always the, the color yellow and the yellow sign and um, about masks. Masks are a big thing about wearing masks or um, unmasking themselves or except for the Phantom of Truth or the Stranger. Sometimes they're the same, sometimes not, but the Stranger doesn't wear a mask. And that that's the whole point, is that there's no mask. Um, but anyway, the King in Yellow is another one of the things that's always in it, just like um, Camilla and Casilda. Should I keep going? You both stare blankly at Ari. Oh, okay. Um... Did I say something? Do I have something on my face? I don't think we can get down everything this guy knows. You you, you self-admitted here, right? Yeah. River, is that a good idea? I don't know if we have a choice. What what choice? Wait, what are you talking about? We need an SME. I mean, I'm I'm here for a reason though. That that's kind of the thing. Why are you here? Why did you admit yourself? Um Hmm. Well, they're hallucinations that aren't real. Even though they seem real, and they seem real to me, once I accept that they're actually hallucinations and they're not real, then then I'll be cured and I'll be okay and I can leave. What did you say? Um, you know, lots of things. Sometimes I'll be walking down the street and all of a sudden I'll see someone ahead of me just sort of float above everybody else. And no one has any idea. No no one notices. They just walk through with their heads hitting his feet. And then other times, I um, one time I was teaching a class, a seminar, I mean, and I, I looked up from my notes and the whole class was just laying there in a pool of blood. And then I looked down at my notes and I looked back up and they were all, they were all fine. Um, that kind of got me in trouble because I screamed a little bit. Reasonable. And, and then the antlers. Um, sometimes I look in the mirror and I have antlers. And, um, oh, and the yellow sign. I see that. What does that look like? You know, it changes, but sometimes it's kind. Of, it, it's usually kind of spirally. It's either yellow or it's black on yellow. It, it's always has yellow in, involved. Rowan, sighing to herself, will reach into her pocket and pull out her phone. Does it look like this? Oh, yeah, that's it. Wait, 
Can you see that, or is that me seeing it again? No, I can see it. It's beautiful Wait. spiral work done on a theater ceiling. Wait, you can see it? I can see that one. Wait, other people can see it? Yeah. Wait a second, wait a, wait a second, can I see that again? Sure. Pull it out and show it to him again. You said that was on the, the ceiling of a theater? The Access and Egress Theater. No. Yes. That, that's, that, that's where, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, um, uh, Peters, Jans Peters, he, he did the, the play there. The one that went bad. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Ross. I'm Christy Bauer, and I play Reagan. I'm Ben Soslowski, and I play Ari. I'm Dan Voschkevich, the handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dream Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 7 is an adaptation written by me, Dan Voschkevich, based on the fragments of the King chapters written by John Wick, Toby Abad, Fabian Badia, Ben Warner, and Rob Justice. Our intros this season were written by Alondra Heilman and performed by Grant Corvin. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episode, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Danny, Tom Padula, Kit Thompson, Lady Bedeville, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Bomb Clancy, Naya Fenris, Shrek Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Devils, Robbie Nowell, J. Matthews85, Flynn Gallagher, Phoenix Team Handler Dennis, Knitting Daddy Greg, Multicam Yeti, Scott Miller, Rogue, Jacqueline Parrish, and Monsieur Quack. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Ren Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube channel a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis and have a bunch of content archived on their YouTube channel. Additional undercurrent music, Rowan Rising, was composed and orchestrated by Alan Strickland, A-L-L-E-N. You can find him at alanstrickland.net for his classical compositions. Join us next week. In the sins of the father, retribution comes due. Barrels spall dwindle to anxious supply, and we face a threat with such a human goal we cannot succumb lest it gluttonizes us from within and without. <laughs>